Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, well, we don't really feel good, so we need some movies to make us feel better. That's right, we're going to talk about the movies we used to watch as a kid when we were sick, or movies now we used to watch, or that we do watch when we're sick. Um, So my list is more geared to when I was a kid, because now I don't watch a particular movie when I'm sick. I pretty much watch... Uh, you know, whatever's in my queue, or if I just bought a, you know, a bunch of new DVDs, I just w- kind of watch them in order of how I bought them, but I don't really have a go-to anymore. Now, when I was a kid, it was, as I've talked about in the past, whatever my, you know, parents' VHS collection was, you know, from dub tapes, that's what I would watch. And so that's, those are my memories, and that's what I'm going to cover now. So in no particular order, I would say my number one would be Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986. I mean, it makes sense, because, you know, Ferris is basically skipping school. He gets his friend Cameron and his girlfriend, and they kind of just go on this crazy madcap trip all over Chicago. I mean, they do way more you could possibly possibly ever do in one day, but uh, it's amazing. It's it. You know, when you're sick, you want to watch something where you don't really have to stress out about. You just want to have fun. You you know what's coming. And for me, most of these movies are comedies, so that would make sense. So Ferris Bueller definitely has to be on my list. Uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein from 1948. I love Abbott and Costello, and this was my gateway drug into the Universal monster movies as well. And so it was fun and still kind of scary at the same time, you know, seeing Lon Chaney Jr. turn into the Wolfman. Of course, Bela Lugosi returns to play Dracula, which actually he only played Dracula once, and that's in the original Dracula. So that's what was kind of cool about this film is you get to see him return as Dracula. Mr. Mom from 1983 with Michael Keaton and Terry Garr. I love this movie. It was always a lot of fun. You know, frankly, it was almost like he was at sick at home because he had a role reversal because he lost his job. His wife had to go back to work. And it was all the craziness of him trying to be a stay-at-home dad. And so being at home, this was kind of, you know, when you're sick, you want to watch a funny thing. And this is what it was. Yeah, you passed it. Passed what? We're right on time. But, Dad, you're doing it wrong. Mommy doesn't do it like this. We're going to do it with the Jack Butler method. What is this? This is nuts. Why are they all honking? Because you're doing it wrong. Tell me I'm doing it wrong. I know how to do this. Hi, Jack. I'm a gnat. Hi. You're doing it wrong. See? This is what I tell all my new mommies. We enter from the south and we exit from the north. And then we do just the reverse when we pick up. Swear, little ones don't have to walk between the cars to get to the learning facility. Okay, moving up. And remember, south to drop Drop off, north to pick up. Pick them up. Okay, it's a good system. South to drop off, moron! Kenny, where are the eggs? Over there, Dad. I have the right away. Right. Sorry. Here. Settle out of court. <laughs> oh, weirdo. Uh, clean up on aisle four. 
sorry. I, I didn't mean... Kenny, did I tell you not to touch the grapefruit? Next. May I have a half a pound of uh, ham? Boiled, baked, smoked, salt-cured, sugar-cured, prosciutto, or Westphalian. All right, forget it. Just tell you what, just give me, uh, give me a half pound of salami. Italian, kosher, hard pork, beef, cotto, or what? Uh, just get bologna, mister. I'll tell you what, just give me, give me a quarter pound of cheese. American, blue, cream, cottage, gouda, edam, provolone, romano, swiss, you have your entire cheddar family. Can you run the uh, hams oh, back one more time? Just, I just want to... Half pound of salami, half pound of swiss, half pound of ginger ham, two celery. Oh, I think these are on special. Doesn't matter, sorry. Let me check. Are these Kotex Maxi Pads on special? Never mind, Derek. Sorry, forget it. Kotex, 19 cent call. Thanks, man. Sorry, right, Ken. That's my baby. Who are you? Steven. Mom! Kenny! Ken! Mom! Here, eat the spaghetti. Ah, spaghetti on aisle nine! Spaghetti! Spaghetti aisle nine, check. Hey, I'll trade you my kid for yours. Thank you. I don't have any kids. Do you see my little girl? Yeah, she's adorable. She's lost. You left a child in a shopping cart? Herb, one lost child. Lost child alert. There's your daddy. She's yours, and I'm Joan. Hi, thanks. Well, Carolyn told me you'd be around. Yeah. Can I get your hand? You can give me both of them. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, Irv, clean up on aisle seven. Irv, we were never in aisle seven. I'm telling Kind of the Muppet trilogy from the late 70s to Muppets Take Manhattan. So we had the original Muppet movie. I'm pretty sure we had The Great Muppet Caper, and then, of course, we had Muppets Take Manhattan. Not of course, but I don't know why we had it. It must have been on HBO, so they, they included it. I think it was on the same videotape as my next movie that I'll pick, but first about the Muppets. The Muppets were great. I mean, look, they they were geared towards kids, but really they were geared towards adults as well, because if you see all the guest stars in many of these movies, they're all adult-based, so which was always pretty cool. And on that same tape, I believe was The Natural from 1984. Of course, this is Robert Redford's baseball movie who plays an aging ball player who finally gets a shot to play in the major leagues. And yeah, this is probably the only drama I have. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a terrific baseball movie. And, and I, I can watch baseball like highlights or, or whatever, even in the off season. So this is why it was always a go-to movie for me. The Blues Brothers from 1980. I mean, there's another one where I've talked about. This is my favorite musical. This is just, it's a long movie, which is perfect when you're sick because you just leave it on. You can zone out. You can just watch all the great musical numbers, and it's a fun, fun movie. And so I always loved watching it when I was sick. The Goonies from 1985, same thing, much like Ferris Bueller. It's an adventure movie. It's funny. You know, the kids were around my age at the time. So, yeah, you got to love The Goonies. Back to the Future, we talked about Back to the Future on our favorite movies of all time list. Michael Chu picked that. But yeah, I mean, come on. If you were a kid in the mid-1980s, you were going to watch Back to the Future, and I, I watched it repeatedly, whether I was sick or not. The, the original Karate Kid from 1984, absolutely loved it. I would watch that all the time, which kind of led to my next few picks, which was any movie. I, the first four Rocky movies, I would have 
pretty much on an endless loop. And uh, yeah, it's inspiring, especially when you're sick. You want to see something that uh, you know what you're going to get, and it's a lot of fun, and I love Rocky. And then last is a movie, and I believe it's from 1963, and it's the first Cary Grant movie I ever saw, and that is Charade, and it's because my mom bought it on videotape where they would have kind of these public domain videotapes where the movie company no longer had rights to it, so they could release it on kind of like budget videotapes you could get at Walgreens, and she bought Charade, so I remember watching Charade a lot as a kid. Now this, (laughs) there's some like murder going on and everything, but... It's still harmless by today's standards, so I would watch that a lot as a kid. So yeah, as you could tell, I loved watching movies. I watched probably movies more than TV when I was sick as a kid. Now it's probably a little bit different because there's so many TV shows on now. But back then, we had just like a great library of movies, and that's why I still collect movies to this day. If you want to stream, great. I enjoy having tangible items. So Anyway, that was a lot of fun. I, that's my, sh- well, actually, it's a relatively big list. So we're going to hear what everyone else has in this week's episode. All right, we are back. We have the dynamic duo back. It's Enrica and Akira. Welcome back. Thank hey, you. Thanks for having us. So you heard them on the 100th episode. Well, now you're going to hear them on probably 101, depending if I can get enough interviews. Or, it'll, or maybe it'll be 102. I don't know. But it'll be after 100. And uh, this was a fun one. I think I just, it was after interviewing Malin, we kind of figured out that this would be a good topic. What movies do you watch when you are sick? What are your go-to movies? And so Enrica yeah. had one immediately. Akira's still yeah. thinking, so this will work out well. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll start with Enrica. What is your favorite movie or movies to watch when you are sick? What's funny about, like, being sick is you just kind of watch what's available to you. So, like, when I was sick in high school, we only had, like, our VHS collection. Right. So I would rewatch the same VHSs over again. And those were When Harry Met Sally. Which oh, is nice. one of my favorite sick movies of all time. I just love it. It's so comedic. And you can just, like, kind of zone out and, like, feel good and watch just silly people do silly things. And um, the other one was that I would watch over and over again at home was Runaway Bride. <laughs> and then the third one was Kate and Leopold. So I really like like the Meg Ryan slash Julia Roberts sequences. <laughs> like their work between 1998 and 2005 yeah. is probably like my go-to sick movie and then recently it's all about netflix it's like whatever's Mm. on netflix at the time or whatever's on hbo at the time and it's and netflix had for a long time it had the movie easy a oh yeah i love that movie it's so good right and when i was going through like a lot with crohn's disease and i was home from work a lot Mm -hmm. i watched that movie every single time (laughs) (laughs) it was just like Time to put on EZA again, and it was just so great. I just loved it. It was like my it was like my intro to feminist song uh, movie. <laughs> well, it's good because we we were doing a high school episode, and Mean Girls came up a lot for someone everyone's favorite high school movie. Oh, yeah. But to me, the natural sequel, even though it's not really a, a sequel, is EZA because there's so many you know interesting parts about it, and Emma Stone is so good in it. Love Emma Stone. That was yeah. my intro to Emma Stone, like my intro to. I guess Mean Girls is like my intro to feminism, but I feel like Tina Fey is a little too heady yeah. even for when you're sick. Like <laughs> her pace is so fast. Like 
we were watching Kimmy Schmidt last night, mm. and there's so many times you're watching, you have to pause just so you can laugh at a joke that you like missed like two minutes before. <laughs> Because it's just her, her writing is so fast paced and so like SML mm-hmm. and um, yeah, with Mean Girls, I feel like I can't really focus on it. That's an interesting part about TV and and uh, you with fast paced jokes, it doesn't always work on TV because when you're watching TV, a lot of times you're doing other things. You know, mm-hmm. you're washing dishes, cooking dinner, but when you're in a movie, you have to pay attention, at least in the theater. And so that's yeah. why certain. Um, so you have you ever seen Naked Gun? The 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 yeah. comedy okay with Leslie Nielsen. It's like one of those spoof airplane type movies. I do love Leslie Nielsen. So it started as a TV show and it bombed because there was way too many gags. And uh, but when uh, they did it six years later as a movie, it worked because people paid attention. So it's uh, interesting. Maybe people can pause now, pause live, live TV where they couldn't back then. But that's that's an interesting point with Tina Fey. Yeah. I think she just with Mean Girls like is it's an expert movie like it's so good yeah and I could probably watch it when I'm sick if like because I've seen it so many times but if I had only seen it once or twice I don't think I could watch it again oh my other go-to sick movie is the is the uh, Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice ah yes. Do you watch when I sick when I'm sick because I have seen it so many times right and it's like. It's just so the the like Jane Austen dialogue is so delightful to just like snooze to. I've know? definitely come home from work when Enrique's sick. I've probably seen it like fifty times. See, cause... I thought for sure you would pick another P movie, which you've talked about before. P movie. I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me. Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. yeah, The Princess Bride, I associate with, like, family and togetherness because it's my, like, family's favorite movie. Mm -hmm. So we would watch it maybe, like, I don't know, once or twice a year. Just, like, everybody would go upstairs after dinner and watch The Princess Bride. I don't associate it as much with being sick more like with the family just kind of wanting to hang out and okay. watch it. But Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I don't know why that's not the first one I thought of. Because you could back me up on yeah. it. You've probably yeah. seen me watch that like four or five times just in the past few years. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm think some. i pretty sure Samantha picked that as her all-time favorite movie for the 100th episode. So there you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, I'm surprised I didn't even think of that one. Because that is probably the, my third behind Babel and... Pretty Willy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice a little arc there. Yeah, it's just such a good adaptation. It's yeah. so good. It's so great, and it actually portrays the you know uh, the Bennett family like as they're supposed to be as they were written. It's much. It's the most historically accurate version of of because so many Jane Austen like books get adapted, and everybody is like this high class like high society kind of people and in Jane Austen, like the Bennets were poor. Mm-hmm. Like they were down on their luck cause they had so many girls. So the family wasn't getting any money from marrying them off. So they were just like real poor. And Lizzie was one of the only ones who kind of like explored her independence. And that was, that was a cool movie. Right. Yeah, loved okay. it, loved it, loved it. Okay, I think we've given Akira enough time. What are your go-to sick movies? So I think I I don't 
often watch movies while sick, but I think if I were to think of what I would want to watch, <laughs> it kind of has to go back to like childhood. Like, you know, the movie very well. Right. And you can kind of watch it, kind of not watch it. Yeah. And so the two that I'm just going to are both Jeff Goldblum movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jurassic Park uh-huh. and Independence Day are just, <laughs> I think, great movies to watch while you're sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, there's a little action. You don't really need to follow the plot because you right. can really explain the plot to yourself in about two sentences. <laughs> um, and it's just really, you know, some good gags, some yeah. good special effects. Mm. And then I would say, on a side note, if I was very, very sick, <laughs> I could, and I could get myself to find it, I would want to watch Primer, which mm. is kind of a cult classic time travel movie that is, I think, probably impossible to actually understand. <laughs> there's, like, you know, entire internet forums devoted to, like, well, if this was them at that time point, then how did they go back to the other time point? <laughs> And so, I, so I think if I was like, you know, 104 degree fever or something right. ridiculous, maybe I would understand it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you're delusional. It doesn't, yeah, this would be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's such a good one. I didn't even think of that one. But for just not feeling well, you know, head hurts. Any Jeff Goldblum movie from that era. <laughs> It'll really bring light to your life. Gotta love Jeff Goldblum. Those are great picks. So I have a question. So if, if you... Let's see. If, let's say you were sick. Have you watched a movie because you were sick and you didn't like the movie because you were already sick? Or have you watched a movie that you ended up liking because you were already sick because you just had to sit there and get through it, which you wouldn't normally watch? Um, I don't know. I feel like there have been romantic comedies mm-hmm. that I've rented while sick that I knew were bad because of, like, um, there are so many bad throwaway romantic comedies, but like when I, cause I was sick, they were like 50 times worse. Like <laughs> how, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh that yeah. Was that's a pretty bad movie. It was yeah. so bad. And that's the kind of movie that if I were just like had it on in the background and I was doing laundry or something, I'd be like, Haha, oh, that's cute. And then not think anything of it. But because <laughs> I was sick and I was just like in a bad mood. I saw that movie and I was like, this is everything that's wrong with the world. <laughs> I was like so mad at it. I don't know. It was just so terrible. So that one's, I know McConaughey's in it. Is that the one with Sarah Jessica Parker? Um, No, that's Kate Hudson. Okay, okay. Which is like essentially the same that also has Matthew McConaughey that has Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. I'm and it's like the matchmaker or something. I don't know. She pretends to be in a relationship with people so that they're to get their um, them out of their parents' house. Yes, yes. I saw that on TV recently. It was on TV, um, but that one I couldn't even make it through. Yeah. <laughs> that totally proves your point that they're just interchangeable. All the, that, those yeah, things. exactly. <laughs> those are like the same movie, truly. Yeah. And I feel bad because Matthew McConaughey, like, he's uh, this great actor or whatever. He needed a, pay- he needed a paycheck. <laughs> People think he's a good actor. Um, he needed the paycheck on that one. Yeah, exactly. Failure to launch. Yes, yes. God, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but I used to watch what the Matthew McConaughey movie, The Wedding Planner. Oh that yes. Gold. I used to watch that all the time when I was sick. I love that movie because Jennifer Lopez can do no wrong, and I don't care what anybody says. She's perfect, and it was the first time I kind of saw like a thick girl being like a badass mm-hmm. in a movie. 
And I was like, yes, I have a butt. I can win a husband who's a doctor. And look at me now. <laughs> okay, Kara, this is another nice transition to... <laughs> sure, yeah. My husband going to be a doctor soon. Yeah. Maybe by episode one. <laughs> There's, I think the only movie I can think of recently that I watched while sick... Uh, I don't think my opinion would have been better about it was mm-hmm. uh, that Will Smith movie Bright. Oh, yeah, yeah. Will Smith plays a cop mm-hmm. who is partnered with an orc cop. And in, this, <laughs> and in this movie's world, like, orc is sort of a stand-in for, like, a perhaps race that mm. is particularly, uh, uh, has more police brutality mm. put upon them. And there's, like, this weird sort of race idea that's going on where like will smith is black but this mm-hmm. orc is like oh he's really the one who the police are hating and uh, it was not a great movie <laughs> <laughs> and there's also a lot of magic in it but what? like it's not great because why not you know <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting movie but i don't think i would have liked it were i sick or not right okay. <laughs> good point yeah yeah, they should have done Rotten Tomatoes. Like, if you're sick, like maybe the rating goes down, down or up, depending if you're sick. I think that's. A, I think we're onto something here. Although not a movie, mm-hmm. uh, but an anime series. I I watched the entirety of mm-hmm. at least that I could find while I was sick was Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. um, and that I think I really liked. And I'm not sure <laughs> if I would have had the time to sit down and just like binge through that if you hadn't been sick. Yeah. But see, being sick is a good thing sometimes. So, as always, thank you so much, guys. We're gonna have to go on many, many more times. I promise. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're feeling sick this week. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up noise or a chunk from Goonies. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we. Yeah, actually, that'd be good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this came up from Malin, and he decided that, or he didn't decide, but he was mentioning, like, movies he'd watch when he was sick, and then we got the, the light bulb went off, and thought it'd be a good, good episode. Yeah, so. that's great. I mean, yeah, I totally watch movies when I'm sick. Exactly. When, I think <laughs> as long as I'm not sleeping, I gotta watch something. So movies or TV, yeah. and I, maybe TV more now, but yeah, when I was so a there's kid, a Price yeah. is Right, and maybe yes. like, I Love Lucy and stuff like that. Uh-huh, totally. Back in the day, yeah, that was all, all like the syndicated, be... yeah, syndicated <laughs> old, like, 50s and 60s. Exactly. Shows, I can't believe yeah. Price is Right is still on. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let's just jump right into it. When, what were your go-to movies uh, when you were sick, and maybe now if you do watch movies when you when you're yeah not feeling good? So I, I mean, I would say that I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a lot of videos to watch when I was a kid and I was sick, mm-hmm. so I was probably just watching TV. But more when I was older and like had DVDs and stuff. Like yeah, that, and, like, called in sick from work and was actually sick. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I got to watch something. So I have a couple of kind of honorable mentions where I probably watched them once or twice when I was sick. I'm like, yeah, this is a good movie to watch when I'm sick. Yeah. So one of those is a Hard Day's Night. Oh Beatles yeah. Movie. Um, yeah. It's just like a really lighthearted, goofy movie. There's not mm-hmm. much plot to it. Yeah. And you get the Beatles music, and I'm a big Beatles fan, so mm-hmm. um, it's it's fun. I I really enjoy that movie. They're actually perfect uh, for that type of role. They're actually yeah. pretty good. Uh, well, obviously they're great performers, but yeah. they're, they're not bad actors. They're pretty good yeah. deadpan comedians, yeah. I think. Um, John and and especially John and mm-hmm. Ringo was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. George. Yeah, they're actually they're all really good. They, had, they, yeah. they came up with like a, a guy who was supposed to be Paul's grandfather. Exactly. Like kind of their foil. They had, and then they were the foil for their manager. And mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like this 
you know, silly madcap movie. Yeah. By far their... If you've seen... If you like the Beatles music, definitely check that oh, out. Oh, yeah. And by far their best movie, because... You know, the help, help was not... Yeah. yeah help, and then tried too hard to... Yeah. ...be and, something. And Let It Be isn't a movie. It's more like a documentary. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I've seen that. Did they release it finally? I don't, I don't know. It was like... I'm sure you could find it somewhere. Archival footage. Yeah. I've seen parts of it, because they did the whole Beatles anthology. Right. They had had scenes from that mm-hmm. yeah and then yellow submarine is basically a cartoon oh yeah so. <laughs> and it's not even their voices on the speaking parts yeah. it's just the well, oh yellow submarine i like a lot but it's not yeah it's, i don't it's not the same type of movie yeah exactly, exactly. obviously animated but yeah that's a great bit now that makes me want to go watch it now but yeah. i don't want to be sick but yeah 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 <laughs> that's, 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 these are great movies to watch anytime but yeah, yeah when they're when you're sick for me i want something light-hearted exactly. and kind of like i don't have to think too much about it yeah i'm just like i I made to laugh, or I can just get into it somehow and forget the fact that, like, I'm otherwise feel miserable. really <laughs> miserable. Yeah, it's a good point. You can just so, zone out. Yeah, then, yeah, that's a good call. All right, the other one is Three Amigos. This is another <laughs> honorable mention. Yes. This is what just one of my favorite comedy movies. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I like at the time I remember like the movie was really panned by critics, and yeah. then I saw it when it got to a, a bargain theater, so I saw it for like a <laughs> Me buck. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. I loved it. And I always wonder why. I mean, my whole family likes it. It was just I don't know. We would quote it a lot. And I want to say I saw this in this as a double feature with Top Gun, but I could be wrong. See, I saw this double feature yeah. with oh, what was it? It was either a Short Circuit or Beetlejuice. I can't oh, remember. nice. Yeah, nice. it was. So yeah, I don't remember. It probably depends on what year one of those two movies came out. I think it was, came out in '86, right? I think. Uh, yeah, I should know that. Yeah, yeah. it's probably 85, 86. Okay, like yeah. So it's around the time. I miss double Maybe. feature, because like, they don't do that anymore. They don't know. No, no. <laughs> they want your money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only place they do it, there is a local drive-in here in San Jose, or in San Jose. Oh, yeah, the drive-in will feature. do it. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. I still live in San Luis Obispo, and I think they still do it, a drive-in there. Oh, nice. double feature. And yeah. it's, it's like $8 can't or something for the car. <laughs> oh, like, you can't so beat it. I mean, you're not getting the best video and audio quality, but just for a family. But the technology in drive-ins has improved now, where you just played on your car radio instead Absolutely. of having that ugly speaker yeah. that didn't, <laughs> there, there half worked and it was crackly. And <laughs> there was a certain charm to it. Yeah. Now you're getting all the dead batteries. Right. <laughs> your car battery might die. Exactly. <laughs> and bring your own radio. Right. Yeah, bring your own transistor. I'm surprised they don't have an app where you could just download it on your phone. Like you just stream it. You know, you know maybe they do. Yeah. No, that wouldn't be a bad so idea. So there's just not enough drive no. to maybe make an app. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, so I like yeah. I like Three Amigos because mm-hmm. it's I mean, it's super silly. It's oh, just, it is it's just ridiculous. It's a farce, and, yeah. and it's funny because it's like it's sort of a fish out of water co- uh, comedy, except they're like it's ironic because they're not supposed to be fish out of water. Like the whole reason like they're, they're involved in this this yeah. plot line is because they're supposed to be these cowboys, right? Hollywood cowboys, and they're completely inept at oh, yeah. like, being real cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's great. <laughs> I can actually see this one being remade. The problem is you're not going to find. Those comedic where's Today, the comedic talent exactly. that you can get for that? Yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to imagine that. Unless they and turn it, they flip it, and it's three females because that's the new they can trend. Do that? Yeah. Not, I think they'd have to come up with a different time period and different story. I where agree. It would be applicable. Yeah, it would have to be because I don't know, like the Western genre. I don't know that you would like resonate. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could have three female actors, and mm-hmm. but I don't think it would be as you know, it wouldn't be as maybe true. Sure, <laughs> like sure. But then yeah. it's such a farce but anyway. Be, yeah, yeah, no, it would totally. Like, yeah. probably, you know, I could see Melissa McCarthy doing sure. one of those roles. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, so. Or Kristen Wiig or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it'll be remade. But mm-hmm. I'm glad if they don't. They just leave it's it like, as it is. It's, a, it's a good as it is. Yeah. All right, so then we'll get into the, the three mainstays for me when I'm sick. Okay. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's my pick. seems like yep. a natural. Yeah. 
because you know it's it's perfectly fitting. Ferris right. is sick or pretending to be sick. He's got this whole elaborate scheme to fake that he's sick and yeah. get his other friends out of out of school. And Cameron so, really is sick. So. Cameron really is sick, or maybe he's not. He's just yeah. depressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's actually Ferris says that, right? He's he like, does. He's been sick for I don't know. So, yeah, Cameron has his own ailment, but it's not necessarily physical. Yeah, there's yeah. so much going on in that movie. God, that, it's, yeah. so, it's so good. I mean, you probably, you've talked about it in other episodes, oh, yeah. so I don't need to go into it too much. Um, but you're right. It, it is like yeah, but chicken it's, soup. Yeah, yeah and it's sort of thing. like, this is what I wish I were doing if I totally. were sick or yeah. even pretending to be sick. I've never done any. Like, even no. if I played hooky, I've never done anything like no. that, like that good. That so, elaborate, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's, so, it's a perfect skip. Nothing elaborate, movie. nothing like where I, I basically had to pull off a heist to get myself out of school. He <laughs> <laughs> so, had a personal computer back then, which right, was a great line. Right, it's like, yeah, yeah I wanted a car, I got a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's great because now everyone's like, I wanted it would be what I got. I wanted a phone, I got a computer. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or, or I wanted a. Yeah, I wanted a computer. I got this stupid, crappy car. You know, yeah, what am I gonna do with a car? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be on my phone all the take time. Uber, yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. So my next one is Star Wars. Um, talked about this mm -hmm. previously. Hundredth episode. Hundredth episode. Right. You know, it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So of course, it's like it's good. To, it's it's gotta be totally rewatchable. So it's has a great ending. Yep. You know, uplifting. Um, I'd have in the past, like when if I'd been sick for multiple days, I've watched like the whole trilogy. Through. That's fun to do. Yeah. So that's good. And maybe not back to back, but like over a couple of days, yeah. I watched them all. Um, so that's fun. And I like sometimes like if I'm sick in winter, I'll watch Empire Strikes Back because they have the whole like Hoth scene with, with where it's cold. And yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'm going to be cold and miserable. Yeah. And watch, <laughs> watch Luke be cold and miserable. I don't know. I think that's a good call because a lot of times it's a good time to watch trilogies or at least yeah. series. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that makes sense. Like, what would be the superhero stuff? Yeah, yeah. so maybe if I were younger, maybe it would be like Harry Potter totally. or yeah, um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. which I, I love those movies, both both series. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't. Yeah, where were they when much. we were kids? That would have been nice. Yeah, that yeah. Was, <laughs> Lord of the Rings is really long, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If, you watched all, if you watched all eight Harry Potters, it would take you. You'd have to be sick for like, yeah. three days. <laughs> you would need definitely a doctor's note <laughs> on that one. <laughs> right. And then my last one, and this is probably my ultimate sick movie mm -hmm. is monty python and the holy grail ah okay so, yeah um and i don't know if it's even my favorite comedy because because maybe ferris bueller is higher but i i don't know for some reason i i watched this when i was sick one time i think it was on tv when i was younger in high school i was on tv i was mm -hmm. sick and i watched it and it was just great it's, yeah. it's completely ridiculous i love monty python's humor mm -hmm. um i think the jokes hold up even now 
because they, you know, it's a it's a medieval story, so yeah. you know it's natural. Um, it just completely makes fun of all the the Arthurian lit myth, um, lit and legends, and I don't know, it's it's great. And actually, I was reading some trivia about it today, and mm-hmm. it turns out it might not have gotten made if not for Led Zeppelin and Genesis and some other bands. Oh, really? Don't like basically donating money to get the thing made because they were advised by the the record label who produced Monty Python's uh-huh. uh, records. Uh-huh said you know they were trying to help them get this movie made and and so they 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 went around like basically passed the hat and got some people to wow. invest twenty thousand dollars like 10 mans to to invest twenty thousand each to get the thing started it's like their early version of crowdfunding yeah, yeah. so it was, <laughs> it was like top band funding yeah wow. it's kind of nice that's pretty bad yeah, so. yeah. that's <laughs> so awesome and they, they kind of i think some of them kind of looked at it as like it was just a tax write-off so it was like the best tax write-off ever yeah and it panned out <laughs> it's a pretty classic comedy movie it's one of, it's considered usually one of the so the what top came first I, i'm admittedly not a huge uh fan so did the show come first show or? came first okay yeah then the albums yeah, then, yeah. I think the albums were based on the show got it episode like the sketches they they translated them to the albums, and they mm-hmm. probably they did live performances. As it was well. like the original Saturday Night Live type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, or like any other comedy album. Yeah. But, yeah. So they would they would put that on the record, and mm-hmm. then and then the movies got made because I think the show was in the '60s, and then mm-hmm. uh, like Holy Grail was '75. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm mistaken on the date. Yeah. Totally, but, but around that era. In the '70s, mm-hmm. so it was after the after the movie, and then I think I think Holy Grail was the first movie that they made because that was the first. Uh, yeah, there was something in the article about Terry Jones and Terry Gilliam. That was their first time directing anything, so mm-hmm. they're like completely it's just an experiment for them, right? So I think they pulled it off pretty well, considering. Well, then sometimes that's the best. You go in with all that exuberance and not knowing. What yeah, you're doing and I think and they just kind of. It was a lot of experimental work, and they just collaborated a lot with the cast, as yep. they always do. A lot, of, they all played a multiple roles. Mm-hmm. And, so you prefer that one over the other. I like Life of Brian a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. It's yeah. just not as... I don't know. I just don't laugh as much at, yeah. at that. Um, and then uh, Meaning of Life has a couple of good scenes. But I don't think I, I don't... even introduced you today. Like, But I think... Hello, just, like, I'm yeah, Brian. Yeah, the other, other brother, brother Brian. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Which is reminding oh, yeah, me. But I think right. if you, you listen to... Back. If you're a regular, you know. You know it's Brian. You know, so, yeah. Come on. <laughs> if I said Star Wars, you got to know it's Yeah. Brian. <laughs> That's a good point. But yeah, you might remember me from some yeah. <laughs> soundtrack <laughs> episodes as Top Gun and Footloose. I'm Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know, Monty Python. That's a great one. All time classic comedies and just one. It's just like the perfect like chicken go to for, for my comfort food of soul. movies. Yeah, movie wise. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So this is a bonus question. What do you um, What do you like to eat when you're sick? I used to like to drink Hawaiian Punch a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, mine was that, it's always Gatorade, but yeah. Yeah, now it's probably more Gatorade. Or, yeah. yeah, I just want something sweet. Yeah, but also I, kind of salty. I should, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta get those electrolytes. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, if I have the flu, it's yeah. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to drink, my mom used to give me watered-down juice as a kid. Like, I don't want yeah. you drinking too much sugar, so you're going to have watered-down <laughs> apple juice. Or she would put, like, a ton, like, fill the entire glass with ice and then pour a little bit of apple juice, right. apple juice or something in, or orange juice in there. It's like but, a chaser, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> All when right. I got older, I was like, Hawaiian Punch has vitamin C. I'm going to buy some of that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a two-liter. It's <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Anyway, as always, thank you so much, friends. All right, we're back with Samantha. Welcome back. Hello. So I just discovered something brilliant about you, which was you had... You never got sick as a kid, it sounds like. 
Well, I was, but my mom was crazy about me getting a perfect attendance award. Ah, okay. So I wasn't allowed to miss school. <laughs> so if you had a cold, you would still go? I would go in for a couple hours, and then I'd go home. Look at that. So I probably got everyone else sick, but <laughs> through, you all, kept your attendance through all of elementary school, I got almost perfect attendance. Uh -huh. um, I mean, I did get sick once in a while, mm -hmm. but I think I've always had a really good... Immune system. High quality Even immune system. Even in like high school. Mm -hmm. Well, I did skip a little more time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but you weren't sick, right? <laughs> but, and then yeah, and like I was even thinking when you brought up mm -hmm. this. Um, um, topic like even recently I just I got a cold like a few months ago and mm -hmm. it was the first time I'd had a legit like cold flu in right. like two years. Oh wow! Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not... Okay, so what are your health secrets? So we're, we're doing on a transition here, but do you drink a lot of, like, a lot of water and tea, or is I'm it... I'm an obsessive germaphobe. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Don't touch things. I'm glad you're on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad you even are, are, want to be in the same room, so that's good. But, yeah, it's funny, because I, I never really... I was never that kid who was, like, homesick and, mm -hmm. like... I need like things to fi like f find things to do, but I think I still have a, a I have a couple anecdotes okay. for this. Uh -huh. So okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so I gotta. Do you ever go to? So are movie theaters okay? Because like yeah, they gotta be. I don't terms. love them. Okay, yeah. I don't love them. Mm -hmm. I haven't gone actually in a while. I prefer to watch movies at home yeah. unless it's something like I have to see in a theater. Right. Like I'll make it. An effort to go if it's like I saw um what was that Christopher Nolan movie Dunkirk. oh uh, yes yeah. I, I had mm -hmm. to see that one in theaters because I saw it in like the what it was it like 60 IMAX, millimeter uh, yeah. like the special projection okay uh -huh. but yeah usually I stay home stay clean nothing's worse than an airplane though <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, yeah. well, and I got sick when I was just on vacation exactly. so, so that proves that yeah oh and the last time I got a cold was the last time I went on an international flight oh, which was two years ago awesome so I, I can't wait I'm gonna be on a plane soon it's yeah. all connected yeah. but luckily yeah so this last time I was sick mm -hmm. a few months ago I think I did catch up on a few movies and it did remind me that when I like have that time yeah. and I'm just at home and I like okay I'm just gonna sit here and watch a few movies. I don't really have like a go-to film, okay. but I like to stick with like a genre. Okay, that's good. So I find it's a good time to like catch up on classics that yeah. I either haven't seen or like I'll explore a certain like actor mm -hmm. more. Um, so yeah, I think yeah when I was younger. And when I had cable, I would watch, like, TCM. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be the go-to. Like, if you're at home during the day, mm -hmm. just put on Turner Classic Movies. Or even at work. See what that's was what we do at work, too. <laughs> Seems like that's a go-to station for us. True. But, yeah, I like watching classics. I think, like, a good, like, musical from the 40s and 50s, mm -hmm. that's a fun one. Because, yeah. you know, there's not much plot. No. There's no point. It's just, you know watch i like gene kelly yeah so if i could watch like an american in paris mm -hmm. that's a good one singing, singing in the rain, in the rain. Yep. what about the um oh fred astaire uh, yeah. and ginger rogers like, thing i have a problem 
I don't have a problem, but I have a yeah. hard time with Fred Astaire really? movies because, well, I've seen a lot of them, mm -hmm. but I can never differentiate them. They do follow so the I've, same pattern. I know I've seen quite a few, but I, there's like not one that I can say like, oh, that's just yeah. a standout. Yeah, honestly, I barely rem There's one movie I remember he's playing golf. And there's a golf scene, oh. but for the most part, they're just singing and dancing. Yeah, but, yeah. it's all very same. They're all on a soundstage, yeah. and they're all predictable. Mm -hmm. But they did really well. Like people they did loved so it. Well. Yeah, yeah. There's a um, a good. Oh, what's it called? I might have brought it up here on this podcast mm -hmm. before, but there was this thing made. I think in like the 80s or 90s, mm -hmm. and is it called like Just Dance or? And it was like a compilation mm -hmm. of all of like the like the thirties to fifties like musical movies. Uh -huh. And like I think I know Gene Kelly hosted one of them mm. and I think Fred Astaire did and they got like some other like old actors in it oh, and cool. they were they just talked through like components of the movies. Oh nice. So you don't like you, you don't get the have highlights to of everything. Watch them. Yeah, that's actually I've but, seen yeah. lots of highlights. <laughs> Oh, what's it called? Well, you'll learn in most of those films. It's like, yeah, you're not. It'd be good to have kind of a quick best of type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it called Let? No, I think that's just the name of a movie. Let's dance. Oh, this is gonna bug me. I thought they had something. It was like the what were the gold diggers of the 1930. Oh God, I know what you're talking about. Like there is something like that. They made. They wrote like a whole song around the um, for this special. Uh huh. There's a theme song. Like, you gotta dance. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta dance. You gotta dance. <laughs> oh, On the Town, that's another fun one. Oh, yeah. That is a great one. Invitation. That's entertainment? That's entertainment. Yes. That's, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. I totally remember these, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're great. I've yeah. seen all of them somehow, but, yeah. So, anyway, I love a good, like, classic musical, yeah. classic movie, if I... Am at home you know, I just discovered I from episode 100, rest. do you know who's a big musical fan? Who? Michael Chu. Really? Huge musical fan. So Ooh. you guys need to sync up about that. What's yeah. his favorite? He loves them all. Like, I think he loves Singing in the Rain and okay. yeah, a lot of the, the, obviously the classics. But mm -hmm. yeah, that was fascinating. He says his wife hates him, but he, <laughs> loves, he loves it. <laughs> it's, and it's funny for me because it's not like I like the music, mm -hmm. really. Like, that's not my genre. Right. But the... <laughs> The whole like production I like because they don't make them anymore, no, and no. it's such a time capsule for mm -hmm. like you know the the stage and the um, yeah the costumes and the the choreography is amazing. The choreography yeah. and it's not only are they actors but they're athletes as well. Yes. they can dance and no one really does that anymore. Mm -hmm. And they can sing and it's just so talented. Yeah, it was like back then you had to do all three things. You had to mm -hmm. sing, dance, and and, and act. Yeah. And, yeah, and you now had to look pretty. Too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you look good doing it and wear these crazy costumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the other yeah. genre? That, that's your go-to. So, other than, let's see, classic musicals, movies, I think, um, yeah, it's mostly just going through things that I haven't seen or, like, you, you know, it's one of one. those that, oh, that's such a famous movie, but I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. So, a couple months ago when I was homesick, I decided I'm just going to go through Julia Roberts' like filmography <laughs> because I was a kid when she... Like during the height of her career, yeah. in like the early '90s and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've only seen them like when I've like 
decided okay. to. Okay, this is going to be fun. So, Have you seen Mystic Pizza? Yes. Okay, and what did you think? I saw that years ago. Okay. I can't even remember. I think okay. I watched it with my grandma. All right. So. That's a grandma type movie. <laughs> um, you've seen Pretty Woman, of course. Yes. Sleeping with the Enemy. I haven't seen that Ooh, one. Ooh, that, that one's a, the stalker one. I'm trying to think of other Julia Roberts movies that are lesser known. Um, the one I watched when I was sick was My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had never seen it. I didn't even know Cameron Diaz was in it. That's right. Um, and it was so, so dated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steel Magnolias, which is the ultimate tearjerker. Yes. Okay. I, I always get that one confused mm-hmm. with another movie, though. Well, here's another one. Stepmom. With, no. Um, Susan Sarandon. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think so. That's an interesting one. Okay. I won't give it away. This one seems like up your alley. Notting Hill? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that a few times. I even watched that, rewatched it because I was in London a couple of months ago <laughs> and I stayed in Notting Hill. Oh, nice. So I wanted to like see the sights. Um, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. No. True story. I've never seen so Aaron Brockovich. You live in California. No, I know. I, I'm assuming you've seen Runaway Bride? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is basically this, almost a sequel to Pretty Woman in a different, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find the other. Pelican Brief, the Grisham movie. No. She plays a law student. I don't think so. Really good. No. This one seems like right up your alley, Mona Lisa Smile. I've actually never seen that. Really? Nope. Julia Roberts has always been like a a gap in my my movies. I don't know why. Here's a great one, but it really isn't. Flatliners? Which no, they I, seen it. <laughs> I good, know they just remade it. Yeah, though. good cast, bad. Uh, yeah, uh, the Mexican with Brad Pitt and no. James Gandolfini. Mm-mm. All right, conspiracy theory with Mel Gibson. No. Oh, see, this is fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are her top. Those, those are big ones. So that was a funny little to go through rabbit hole. Eh, <laughs> I want to watch Sleeping with Enemy again now. And you've seen? Have you seen all the Ocean's movies? No, I haven't seen all of them. Okay. She's she's not in it that much, but yeah. she's definitely involved. So what are the other actors that you haven't caught up with uh, that you really want to? Oh, I don't know. I know I don't know why I started watching her movies. I think it's probably because I rewatched Notting Hill and I okay. was like, Oh, let's see what else is out there. She is kind of the feel good actress yeah, in some ways, yeah. 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 And I think she's always been so big, but I just haven't seen all her movies. Yeah. Who else have I looked into recently? Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. I no. Well, no, I'll help you out. So, like, there are classic actresses that I can watch any of them. I can always watch a Barbara Stanwyck movie uh-huh. for some reason. Joan Crawford, because she's ridiculous. Yeah. I can always watch. Yeah. Um, Myrna Loy. I can, it's like a go-to. Um, Betty Davis. Like, those are all kind of ones yeah. I can always watch. Yeah, for a while watch. I was going through Betty Davis mm-hmm. movies. Um Cary Grant, I can, if we're going to go to actor, oh, I can watch yeah. any oh, Cary Grant movie. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. He is my all-time, all-time favorite classic actor. And Bogart, who is not very likable, but I, I love him. Like, I can watch any movie with Bogart in it, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think also I was look, watching, like, 80s and 90s movies for mm-hmm. some reason, too. What else was I watching at the Have you, time? you still haven't seen the Blues Brothers yet? No. Nope. Musical. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a classic, classic. No, musical. no, no. Do not see Blues Brothers 2000. Okay. I will. I'm never having you on the podcast. It's <laughs> so. going through her stuff, mm-hmm. and um, also I like. It's again like when I'm sick, I feel like I have time, or if I'm just not feeling well, it's like I'm gonna put something on that. Mm-hmm. 
maybe I feel like focusing on a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have the lighthearted fun stuff, but I think it's also a great time to watch a movie with um, subtitles. Oh, that's <laughs> or true. Or some sort of like foreign movie. Uh-huh. Um, and well, this one doesn't actually have subtitles, but I watched um, Blow Up. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have um, seen that. Because I wanted to start watching like the Italian directors. Mm-hmm. That's been my on my bucket list for a while. Is like let's finally dive into those. Mm-hmm. And of course, I watched his like first. It's uh, Antonioni. Mm-hmm. Yes, Antonioni. Mm-hmm. That uh, one of his films, and I think it was his first, actually his first English language right. one. And um, it's not actually one of the Italian. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's a good movie but, though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And I think I was. I'm, this brings a lot of things to mind. Like sure. I was sick a few months ago, and then I was, knew I was going to London, mm-hmm. so I decided let's watch all these British, like London-based movies. <laughs> so that's when I watched Notting Hill, mm-hmm. and then I watched Blow Up because it's based in London. Yeah. as well. It's like I have to have a goal to accomplish. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one was really good, and I actually didn't know it was kind of like a murder. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So that was a surprise. I thought it was just like a fashion photography thing. It's um, funny because Brian picked two uh, British movies. He picked Hard Day's Night, which is oh, the Beatles fun. movie, and a Monty Python. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, that's oh, kind of interesting. Python. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have. I think I've already talked about for like my one hundredth. Yeah. Movie. I already talked about like my comfort movie. Yeah. So there's always that. Mm-hmm. But, Which, yeah. if you missed that one, oh. quickly, we'll... Pride and Prejudice. That's right. So you 2005. Yeah. It's Real good. classic. Check it out if you want a detailed <laughs> explanation about it. And this is the bonus question. What do you like to eat or drink when you're sick? Oh, what do I like what, to eat What's the drink? comfort? Comfort thing, yeah. I just, I like a good noodles and broth. Yes. So... Yeah. And some tea. And some tea. That's what I eat normally, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And watch movies. So, are you you're more apt to watch TV shows or movies when you're sick? I think I watch more TV because I can just put it on in the background. Like I'll put like a series or something. I don't know something like The Office or Parks yeah. and Recreation. That's kind of funny, and it's also less of an investment because if you mm-hmm. want to stop after one episode, yeah. you're done. Yeah, and like do other stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I think sick or the only other time when when I've like sat and like just watched movies all mm-hmm. day is when I've had surgeries. Oh yeah. So it's like then it's like oh you can't really move. You yeah. don't really want to do anything. And you're so kind of spacey if you're on It's something like else. yeah, let's just put on Turner Classic Movies, yeah. fall asleep, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> I think catch something. Definitely there. check out Turner Classic Movies because it's probably one of the best. It is the best movie station. I think yeah. it's better than HBO and all that now. Oh, it's but, so better. And yeah. they even have. I've talked to you before. Mm-hmm. They have an app now called. Um, Filmstruck? Filmstruck, yeah. yeah. So I actually just canceled my membership yeah. for a bit because I'm trying to like save that money. <laughs> yes. I think it's like 12 bucks a month. Yeah, it's not cheap. Um, yeah. But that's where I was able to watch things recently mm-hmm. on there because I don't have cable at the moment. So, but yeah, that app's great because um, you can search by like director. Oh, that's nice. There's lots of great filters. So Yes. Awesome. Well, as always, thank you so much, Samantha. Yeah. And don't get sick, please. Okay. Follow the, follow the Samantha diet. <laughs> All right, we're back with Malin. Welcome back. Hey, Brian. Thanks. So actually, I have to give you full credit for this week's episode because it was, I think, on our 100th episode we were talking about this. 
and about movies that you know you watch when you're sick, whether it be when you're a kid or, or whether you watch them now. So I don't know. Do you have go-to movies uh, currently, or are most of your picks from when you were a kid? Because mine are all when I was a kid. Uh, you know, I think it's a little bit of both. The thing is, um, I used to be sick a lot as a kid, or maybe not sick a lot, but when I did get sick, I would get really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I would you know, lay there on the couch or in bed or whatever, and I'd watch a movie and I'd kind of go in and out of consciousness and in and out of these films too. Yeah. So, yeah, so I definitely developed a few favorite movies to watch when I'm sick. Um, and before, uh, uh, during my little bit of research, I put them in a list and tried to figure out, like, what the common threads between some of these might be, and I came up with a couple ideas, but I don't know if it's, totally solid logic because really it's um uh just films that i like to watch when i'm kind of in and out of it right and that that makes total sense like mine are mostly comedies because i don't really watch it first i didn't want to watch anything super depressing or if i knew it was coming it was okay you know right right yeah it's yeah it's funny i was i was thinking okay does he want movies about sickness or movies about (laughs) that we watch when we're sick because i was gonna um if a if I had to pick a movie that was my favorite about sickness, it would be Terms of Endearment, but I would never watch that when I was sick. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that or <laughs> – oh, that, I mean, there, there's your tearjerker or Steel Magnolias. You know, oh, but, gosh. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but that's actually a good topic. I don't know if it will be a pick-me-up. <laughs> but no, there's another – see, we come up with all these great topics just from – we don't even expect it. Yeah. Let's get right into it. Your list. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, – I realized too that um, since I used to get really sick mm-hmm. when I did get sick, um, one thing uh, that I looked forward to when I was sick was getting to stay home and watching, um, you know, watching the Carol Burnett show. On oh Tom. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was always like a highlight of being sick was I'd get to stay home and I'd get to watch the Carol Burnett show, which sure. I couldn't watch otherwise except during the summer breaks. That's right. Um, and I think the Carol Burnett show. Um, and Carol Burnett are really single-handedly responsible for almost all of my school illnesses lasting at least one day longer than they actually <laughs> should have. You know. <laughs> See, this is before we could actually DVR or anything. You could have just had it on a con- continuous loop. But back then, you had to watch it on TV. No, exactly. No, exactly. You had to put yourself in like harm's way and get like <laughs> old or a flu or something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I used to watch was. Um, VCR, VHS based. Um, yeah, me too. But yeah, but the list I've got pretty much mixes um, some some newer stuff, but mostly older stuff that I actually used to watch when I was in like elementary school, junior high, and high school. Okay. Um, so uh, so I organized these by threads. I think one thing I used to like and still like to watch are um, family friendly adventure films. Ah, yes. Which I didn't really think of that as like one of my favorite genres until I started putting this list together and looking for the patterns and uh-huh. I'm like wait this is really weird <laughs> I don't usually like go out of my way to watch family movies or adventure movies necessarily um, but I guess when I'm sick I get a bug for seeing fantasy and adventure um, kind of makes sense I guess you're stuck in bed you want to see something a little bit more interesting than that yeah no i i think you'll probably have one of my picks on there i would hope (laughs) uh so well the top of my list is princess bride oh yeah yeah 
Is that on your list? It's not on my list, but it actually should be because <laughs> it's actually yeah, not- sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've mentioned this to you like a couple times before. Uh, with Fred Savage being in his sick bed at the beginning of the film, and it's kind of this great romantic adventure and fantasy film, and it's hilarious and so much fun to watch. And I think I know it so well um, mm-hmm. that I don't think I'd get nearly as much enjoyment out of watching it for any other reason, but when I'm sick, mm-hmm. um, it's great because it's just, I, I can kind of go in and out of it and it's, it's just the perfect kind of pick me up. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then it ends with Fred Savage in his sick bed, I think falling asleep. Yes. And it's kind of the perfect movie to fall asleep to as well. Well, it's funny. I remember my dad, I think we rented it and my dad saw the beginning and he's like, what's a kid from the wonder years doing with Columbo? You know, that's how he saw, <laughs> that's how he saw it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I saw that as well. <laughs> it, it kind of that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So princess bride, um, some other films that I think are kind of, in a similar vein, um, Time Bandits. By oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's a fun one to watch uh, when I'm sick because uh, it goes through all these different fantastic time periods and set pieces and these absolutely outrageous characters and you know I can I can be totally awake at the beginning of it. I could fall asleep during the Titanic bit of it and then come back. Uh, you know, wake up when they're um, on the boat uh, out in the middle of the ocean on the giant's head and like I haven't really missed anything because I know it so well. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a fantastic adventure to kind of not completely have your wits about you anyway. I think yeah. making having a kind of a fever pitched experience of it uh, actually heightens the film. Yeah, definitely. I need to go back and watch that. So next time I'm sick, I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, although hopefully you won't have to wait until you're sick. To That's a good it. point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that one actually holds up better for me outside of being sick than The Princess Bride. Um, um, but anyway, another one, The Goonies. That's a comfort film for sure. Absolutely um, on my list. Yes. And I don't. I think that when I'm sick, or at least I'd like to think this now, um, I don't quite get as weirded out by Sean Astin's. Uh, it's their time up there. It's our time down here speech, which, Oh yeah. Yeah. Which otherwise just kind of makes me embarrassed to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> but as a kid, it didn't really, I, yeah, it never really bothered us as kids. I don't think. No, as a kid, I thought it was this great inspirational speech. And now as an adult, I think I was a stupid kid for thinking. <laughs> but then again, when you were, when you were a kid, you, we probably would have said something similar. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, right? It was kind of, totally, totally would have. Because I think when I first saw that film in the theater, I was that age almost exactly. Right. I'm thinking. So, yeah, it was totally um, realistic to me, the entire thing. Oh, so, and then a pair of adventure films that I think are great to go together. Mm -hmm. uh, Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because those have a kind of a, I guess all of these adventure films that I've added here, they, they don't have a super fast pace. They take their time. Yes. Um, and there's certainly adventure and hijinks and, um, and whatever involved, but, um, yeah, the dark crystal and labyrinth, those are both fun worlds to kind of just get lost in Mm -hmm. for a couple of hours when you really want to get your mind off of your sneezing or your coughing or your headache or whatever. Yeah, I, I think all of those, all the films that I uh, mentioned are just 
total comfort films for me. I'm pretty sure Labyrinth was the first movie I saw David Bowie in, too. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh, I wonder if that's the same for me. Um, it's right around that era. I mean, it's like 86, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Probably. Because I knew, the reason I'm wondering is because I knew who he was. Okay. Before I saw Labyrinth, but I can't remember why I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. he, that was definitely my introduction to him, too. Like, I didn't even heard his music, I don't think, at that point. Or at least didn't realize I had. So Yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back and look at his filmography and see if there's something that I might have seen him in either on TV or film before the Labyrinth. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so a uh, couple other things. I like watching classic films. Yes. More so when I'm sick than when um, than other times. I don't know why. I think I've just grown away from watching the classics regularly, which is uh, which is really sad because every time I do pick a classic, uh, it's so wonderful getting lost in the time period yeah. and the set. That, that sometimes outrageous Hollywood set pieces. Um, and the really melodramatic storytelling and acting. Maybe, um, maybe it's the patience you have when you're sick. <laughs> you just you let it you let it happen. I guess. Yeah. No, I totally think so. I think there is something about that, at least for me, about being sick and then having, uh, you know, knowing that I'm going to be able to take the time to watch something that has maybe a slower pace or has a development structure that's not as kind of jam it down your throat right. is more, you know, almost every contemporary film, let's admit it. Um, uh, yeah, but classics are great for when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, uh, again, it's like getting lost in a, a different world yeah, uh, and different time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, my favorites to go back to are the spiral staircase. Oh yeah. Lucy McGuire. Um, and, uh, gosh, Ethel Barrymore. Yeah. Elsa Lanchester. I don't know who the men in it were, but the women were fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do, the women um, definitely are the centerpiece of that film. Yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant movie to watch when you're sick because it's slow burn mystery on a dark and stormy night. Oh, yeah. A mysterious mansion out in the countryside. And it's just such a fantastically uh, moody piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a bit claustrophobic because as the movie goes on, people start disappearing and the, the, the main heroine becomes more and more isolated in the movie. And I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a, um, a great claustrophobic film for being sick in. Or A Rainy Night. Yeah. Um, that's a great movie for like rainy night viewing. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I can't wait until we get into winter and get a really mm-hmm. nice – stormy night where I don't want to go out and just kind of stay home and watch something like the spiral staircase. Well, there we go. That, that could be our next topic. Uh, your rainy night movies. Rainy night movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Bad weather movies. Yeah. What to do for the night in. A um, couple more classics, Mildred Pierce and Gaslight. Oh yeah. Both Gaslight's basically could have been a Hitchcock movie. It could have been, yeah. it could have absolutely been. I'm, but, I wonder to what degree it was inspired directly from but, Hitchcock or not. I don't oh, know. I agree. The, the acting in both films are amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think all three of those are psychological thrillers. Yes. Um, and it's 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 fun to kind of take the time uh, to enjoy those films fully. 
Um, well, I love. I mean, Joan, Joan Crawford's kind of a, like a guilty pleasure for me, but the the actress who plays her daughter is just so evil in that movie. She's so yeah. Anne Blythe is so cunning in that movie that you know you can't help but hate her. Uh, yeah. But I always love uh, Eve Arden is a great character actress, and uh, I always love old time radio, and, and she was our Miss Brooks, and so. I always love seeing movies with her in it. She's never the lead, but she's always like the friend or, you know, she's kind of like the Joan Cusack of her era. Really? You know, I don't remember Armis Brooks. I used to listen to um, old time radio shows mm -hmm. a lot as well, but mostly like the great Gildersleeve. Yeah. And what um, Lights Out. Oh, Lights Out is great. Yeah. And then what's, there's another, there's the shadow was great. The shadow. And then I'm trying to, it'll come to me later. I remember there were a bunch of like anthology creepy ones, but lights out was one of my favorites. Suspense was really good. I don't know if I ever heard that one. Okay. And then there was escape, but there, yeah, there's a bunch. And nowadays you can just, you can get all these for free too, that you can just download them. So, uh, um, yeah, I need to hunt them down because honestly, I haven't, I haven't heard these in years. I should just Dex do an episode on old time radio. We could do that one because there've been there've definitely been movie adaptations based on old time radio shows. So yeah, I don't know very much about that. I kind of lost track of it probably when I went off to college. Probably, yeah, yeah, uh, which is a bummer. Um, okay, so a couple more things. I noticed. Uh, I also tend to watch uh, binge franchises. Mm. Sick. So. Uh, and, and these not good franchises necessarily, <laughs> but like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, oh, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street, Halloween. I won't watch those unless I'm deathly ill. And if <laughs> and if I will watch one, I watch them all. You know, it's like I don't stop with just one. It's it's like popping one pill after the next. <laughs> Jason, 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 Jason. Well, Freddy, especially with, with those Freddy, films. Oh, those yeah. films. You could be you. You could have. You'd be out for a week when there's so many of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, I mean, I guess maybe I wonder like what degree of ill I have to feel before <laughs> or to just like brain purge yeah. <laughs> on like horror franchises. Um, I'm hoping that I have to be pretty sick, but I don't know. I, it I'm, might keep you ill too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, and not in the way that Carol Burnett did, but in no. the negative-like sense. Exactly. Um, but there are some better uh, franchises that I like. Um, the Monty Python films I mm -hmm. watch when I'm sick. I okay. think those are fantastic pick-me-ups because mm -hmm. um, they're you know they're musical and hilarious and. Uh, dark, love dark sense of humor. Um, the Three Cornettos mm. trilogy with Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. Oh, okay. Those, yeah. I think I I watched those so often when they came out that now I can really only revisit them when I'm sick because otherwise I'm like, I can't watch it right now. I can't watch it right now. Mm. Um, but when I'm sick, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fun to jump back into those. Again, because I can take the time to go through all three at once and I don't have to pay really strict attention because I think my brain can fill in most of the blanks if I kind of fall asleep or doze off or right. whatever. Um, and the last thing, the last franchise, uh, well, it's not exactly a franchise, but a, a studio that I like, I like hammer and amicus studios, uh, studios in England that used to be in the seventies associated with horror, but amicus in particular used to do and like these portmanteau anthology horror films or mm -hmm. kind of like creep show or tales from the dark side oh, yeah, yeah. where there are multiple short stories with a larger story that kind of encapsulated them. 
Um, and those are fun to watch. Those are a lot of fun to watch because you only need to be awake for like 15 minutes at a time to get one story down. And if you fall asleep during one, it doesn't really matter because then you wake up like a story or two later and you pick up and it's just the, you know, they're just as enjoyable. So a few that I wanted to mention from that, uh, House That Dripped Blood, uh, Tales from the Crypt, um, An Asylum, uh, From from Beyond the Grave, uh, and Vault of Horror. Those are, I think, all worth watching. My favorites of those include Peter Cushing, I mean, just because he's my favorite of the uh, Vincent Price, Christopher Lee, and Peter Cushing triumvirate of British horror. yeah, so those those I think are fantastic. I like to watch those. Well, that's the thing about Hammer. They're, they're, and we talked about this too. They're very yeah. deliberate. They're very long. They take their time, and uh, yeah. they kind of lend themselves to you having to be kind of all in because <laughs> they're not as quick paced as like the Universal horror movies. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think I've recently kind of learned about my appreciation of those that I'm in it for the mood. I think and the the set design sometimes, but really the mood that it captures. Yeah. Probably more than anything, because these are not by today's standards. These are no longer frightening films. And I remember trying to stay up and watch some of these as a kid, uh, staying up late. And I don't think I even thought they were scary then like universal studios, uh, classic horror movies. When I first saw those as a really young child, those did scare me. Yeah. Um, hammer films. I don't remember ever being scared by Hammer movies, maybe that's not true. I know that the TV show mm-hmm. scared the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the movies didn't, but I do remember being bored to death by one of the Frankenstein films yeah. when I was probably like six. <laughs> yeah, because there was no blood. It was always blood in Dracula for obvious reasons. So that at least yeah. gave you something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, the Frankenstein just didn't seem to have the same, I don't know, pace and, and uh, shock value that the the originals did yeah but it's got peter cushing in it it does it does yeah so i'm a sucker for that at the very least plus the as i said the the mood of these are great and um i guess maybe that can be enough to get me through uh, a bad cold (laughs) that's true So anyway, yeah, so that, that's the end of my um, pretty exhaustive list. No, that's an awesome list. And I'm, you, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, again, I, I give you all the credit because you're the one that came up with this by accident, but it was perfect. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad it worked out then. All right. Well, thank you as always, Malin. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Talk right. to you next time. Special thanks to everyone who guessed it on our podcast. Great job as always. Now we have some exciting news. Thanks to Metal Mike Tyler, who I met at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, he wanted to buy shirts for Damn Good Movie Memories, and I had to break the news to him that the shirt I was wearing at the Expo was the only one in existence. Well, that is not a problem any longer. If you go to tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, you can buy your very own Damn Good Movie Memories shirt with the logo that you know the best. So just go to tpublic.com, type in Damn Good Movie Memories, and you will see our logo there, and you can buy your own t-shirt. You can buy any type of t-shirt. So if you want to buy women's size, you can. If you wanted to buy, uh, like, different sizes, if you want to buy a long sleeve t-shirt, a a sweatshirt, if you want to buy a podcast logo case, if you just want, or podcast logo case, (laughs) if you want to get a phone case with our very own podcast logo on it, there you go, that was what I was trying to say, you can do that. And it's pretty awesome. This is a great site. Uh, the quality's great. I bought one myself, and it fits awesome. And uh, shirts are soft, which I like. 
And uh, yeah, so if you want to promote the podcast that you guys love so much, you can do that there. You can also, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, there's a direct link that will send you directly to that page as well. So that's kind of cool. So I always never thought of actually having swag, but got to thank Metal Mike Tyler for uh, bringing it up. And he already purchased one himself. So that's pretty awesome. All right, until next week, that's it for us. Talk to you later. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. I am Dr. Fuck. And I'm the actual alcoholic. And we are part of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We are the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. That's right. And the way you can check us out is we are on iTunes and also Podbean. And we forgot a review recently. I got this review right here. It says right here, it says, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast is the greatest podcast in the world. And it's my number one podcast signed by Science. Now, and then Science also says... Science! Science also said... My second favorite podcast is It Doesn't Matter, The Rest Suck. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast on iTunes and Poppy. Check it out. Science! Are you ready for the hottest new podcast out there? Check out the Vieira Vault featuring none other than Dr. Fuck Ralph Vieira. You will hear personal stories and personal songs from the vault. There ain't nothing else like it. The one, the only, the original Vieira Vault on Podbean, Stitcher.com, and iTunes. Spreaker. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>